Welcome to the Fix Your Fatigue podcast with Tiffany Flayton, a board-certified and licensed nutritionist, author, and thyroid expert on a mission to help people who are sick and tired of being sick and tired. Hey there. Today, I want to talk to you about something that I talk about with a lot of people that I work with. I would say the majority of the people I work with when they're starting to figure out how to get over their extreme fatigue. So I always like to start with basics with everybody. And first of all, I do an in-depth interview to really decide what they're doing and see what they're doing so that we can decide where we can go from there. So we start where you're at when we start a program or package with me. All right. So I don't give you some random guidelines and kind of overzealous things for you to do when you're not even understanding the why behind it. So I often explain to people that when I'm going through people's conditions and I'm going through their consultation information and their forms that they've filled out, I'm looking at what can I do and what can I recommend to this person starting where they're at so they can start to recover from the fatigue the joint pain, the inflammation, balancing out some of their hormones or optimizing the hormones, whatever you want to say with that. I look at all the ways that we can put into play for their lifestyle as well as their goals. So those got to match because if they don't, it's going to be much more difficult for that person to actually accomplish their goals. So I call that I don't call that. I was a teacher. One of the things we always said about people not understanding, they don't even know what they don't understand. So you'd be working with students, you'd go through a whole lesson, you'd ask them if they had questions, no one had questions. And then you start to realize that they don't even know that they don't know. So they can't ask a question. All right. It's called metacognition. You don't know what you don't know. So then you don't move forward. So that's what I like to do when I'm working with people is to make sure they understand the why behind what I'm asking them to do and to try to help them overcome their hurdles, whatever they may be. So I was talking to someone the other day who was really struggling. They started working on a program with me and then they didn't follow through with some of the guidance for one reason or the other, just busyness of life, just like things that get everybody. We're not immune to getting too busy or traveling or, you know, having some kind of event in our life that takes over all of our good choices with regard to exercise and food and that kind of thing. So this is what happened to this person. So she didn't show up for a while. She didn't come to her monthly appointments, but you know what? There's no judgment. Everybody goes through that kind of thing. And then she decided, you know, it's time to take care of myself. I'm getting back in the game. We're getting back on track. And so we have begun again, all right? So we're starting with some very basic stuff. And the first thing, she wants to lose weight. She wants to balance her blood sugar. And she wants to have more energy, all right? Those are the three kind of top things that I see and that I help people work with. Now, most people don't come to me and say, you know, I don't think my blood sugar is balanced. Can you help me get that blood sugar back in balance? So it usually looks like cravings, hungry all the time, headaches, insomnia, 
that's what a lot of that blood sugar imbalance looks like. All right. So that's how I just sort of condense it down into that's why they're coming to me. All right. So we're starting just with basics. And I know you've heard this before, if you've been listening to me, that you need to up your protein intake. All right. You need to add protein. And I like to start most women, depending on their size and just depending on what they're already eating, I like to start women making sure that they're getting at least 80 to 100 grams of protein. That's not even that much, actually, but when people are used to eating more processed and packaged foods, they're often getting more of the macronutrients in the carbohydrate category versus the protein category. Carbs are easy. Carbs are quick, you know, and I'm not demonizing carbs. We do need some carbs here and there, right? But we need the right ones, the ones that are going to support our body rather than take away from it. So getting that 80 to 100 grams of protein and if your goal, and most my goal for most people is to eat three main meals a day and to avoid or limit snacks, that is going to be where people start working towards. Now, if you have those symptoms of wonky blood sugar, like I just mentioned, you're probably eating five, six, seven, eight times a day. And if that's the case, it's going to take you a while to get down to three meals a day. Even if it's three meals and a snack, that's doable. We can we can work with that. But let's just say in the ideal world, you're already eating three meals a day. All right. So if you can just get yourself to start eating at least, at least 20 grams to 30 grams at each meal, you're going to get to that 80 pretty quickly if you're not already there. Then the next step, once you're at 80, is to now bulk that up and make sure that you're getting closer to 30 grams at each meal. So that'll get you to 90. Then what you would have as like a mid-morning snack, for example, let's say you have breakfast and you have a good 30 grams of protein. And then you're in, you're kind of new to the game, getting your blood sugar balanced. So then by, you know, 10 o'clock mid-morning or so, you're looking for a little something to tie you over to lunch. So now what I want you to do is think about what did, what would you have for that snack? You know, let's say that you're past the sweets and the cravings for high sugar things and candy and sugary coffee drinks or whatever. Let's say that you're looking at more real food, whole food, and you have a snack that's a little bit you know, heavier in the protein category. So you're going to take that where you want that snack and you're going to try to add that to your breakfast instead. Okay, this is this takes a little time, all right, to kind of figure all this out, but this is the steps, the process. So what you would have, let's just say you'd have a 10 to 15 gram of protein snack in that mid-morning. If you add what you would have eaten to the breakfast, what you're going to have for that snack, you're going to feel probably really full to start, actually, but you're going to have more satiety. Your blood sugar is going to become more balanced because you're not causing it to surge constantly with eating constantly. And you're going to start to be able to extend to the next time you're eating by lunchtime. All right. So you're going to go from breakfast to lunch and have no problems. All right. Once you bulk that up, now you have added, maybe you're up at 40 grams for breakfast, for example. 
All right. So that is just a way to do that. And then you just slowly add that throughout your, your meal times until you get up to maybe that 100 to 120 grams per day. Now, the grams that I'm recommending to eat per day vary on activity, goals, body weight, you know, your goal weight, that kind of thing. I mean, if you're going to be bodybuilding, doing competitive type of weight training, then you're going to need a whole different guidance on grams of protein to eat. If you're someone who's trying to maintain your health and maintain your lean body mass that you have and be able to do your workouts and that kind of thing, feel your body, then you probably don't need to keep increasing. You're probably kind of set. If you're not having trouble maintaining your weight, you can maybe lean out if you added more protein um, and that kind of thing. But if you just listen to your body, that is going to give you lots of guidance. Now, if you are not at your ideal weight and you have 20, 30, 50 pounds to lose or more, then you need to really focus on that protein and up that protein until you can listen to your body and see how it feels. Do you feel like you're sleeping better? Does your blood sugar seem more managed because you're eating three meals a day or even three meals and that snack a day and you're not eating constantly? So you're constantly having blood sugar spikes? Are you starting to feel more in control of your food? Do you have less cravings? When you sleep, do you sleep more soundly? All of these things are indicators that you are moving in the right direction. That's going to look different for you than it does for your sister, than it does for your brother or your teenager. All right. So you need to listen to your body. We have gone so far away from just getting back to the basics and listening to the basic stuff about nutrition. And we certainly have put all of our guidance or we put all of our, our stock into what someone else says we should do for our body. I realize I'm here giving you advice and I'm giving general advice to the masses right now in this podcast episode. But what I'm saying is these are guidelines to start with, but it's more important that you are really paying attention to what your body is asking of you, what your body is, how it's responding, and then make adjustments accordingly. So for example, if I'm saying you should get 100 grams of protein and you feel like garbage by eating 100 grams and you need 130, then that's what you need to do. I'm just trying to give you guidance and steps and to show you how making sure that you are listening to your body to help guide the process along. Don't give up your health because you're listening to the wrong guidance and you're putting all of your hope and weight into what everybody else says because our food industry and to be honest, the way that the government and the food industry have worked together, it is really not about our health. So if you give up all of your judgment to what they're telling you to do, quote unquote, they, whatever, whoever they is, you need to get back to basics and listen to your body. All right. So the food industry and how we were recommended to eat from the government has not really been in our best interest. So get back to basics and listen to yourself. So to summarize, before I keep going on and on about this, because I could, to summarize, you want to 
start adding protein to your main meals. Then if you're eating snacks, make them a little bit more heavy in protein. And I don't mean heavy protein. I mean, make sure they're protein and not just like popcorn or something like that. Not just carby. You need to have some protein in there. You need to have some fat in there to round it out. Then you're going to gradually reduce the amount of times you're eating a day. And the end goal, the ideal goal would be to get to those three meals a day, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Then you're going to really pay attention to your body and how it responds to the level of protein that you're eating. That's going to look like energy. You're going to check in with your gut health. You're going to check in with your overall, maybe even your immune health, you know, how healthy you stay from colds and flu and all that kind of stuff. You're going to look at your skin. Is your hair growing? Are your eyelashes growing? Are they falling out? Protein is at the core of the production of hair and skin and all that kind of stuff. And everybody has taken the collagen, which I love, but everybody's taking collagen. Everybody's buying all these creams, topical creams for their skin and wrinkles and all that kind of thing. But they don't think that maybe they should, you know, improve their diet and add some protein. So you're going to be looking at all kinds of things with regard to your symptoms. But unless you're paying attention and being mindful, you're going to miss the boat. All right. If you are constantly just going by calories and what your doctor said to do as far as calories, I'm just saying that because I was told to eat a thousand calories or less per day to improve my frustrations that I had gone to the doctor for with a thyroid condition. So if you're being told stuff like that, you need to think again, use your own brain, use your intuition, use what your gut is telling you, what your body is telling you about what's best for you and make the changes accordingly using these guidelines and go from there. And if you actually want more one-on-one help, I can help with that too. If you want to do some self-paced courses. I've got that for you. It's called the Fatigue Fix Formula. And if you want to be in a group membership that is all-inclusive, really supportive, um, it just takes you step-by-step, gives you a mini plan every month of what you need to do to move forward with your health goals. That is my all-year resolution membership. And it's amazing. And I'd love to see you in there. So I've got all the options. So reach out to me. And the links are in the show notes. And I look forward to helping you out soon. All right. Take care, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of Fix Your Fatigue with Tiffany Flayton. If you are enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. This helps others find the show, and we greatly appreciate it. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll catch you in the next episode.